Hey, 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 welcome back to Chew the Bible. It's your great friend, A.A. Ron. It's a beautiful day outside. The sun is shining. There's snow on the ground. It's all dark and gray and dirty, but hey, at least it's melting. It's melting. Thank the Lord. I'm just sitting out here. Got about 20 minutes. We'll scratch that 17 minutes before this church. Polynesian church meets at three. We'll see. I met this young kid. I met this young kid at uh at High V. He worked there. Hold on a second. Let me do my put my do not disturb on this in case somebody tries to call me while I'm recording. One second. So yeah, there's this young kid at Javi. Um, yeah, we were just talking. I asked him if he ever asked Jesus in his heart, and he's like, "Yeah, yeah." And he's like, and then he started telling me about the church he goes to here at Antioch. Church. I hope this is the right Antioch church. He said, "Yeah, Antioch church." I haven't looked it up online, and they have a Polynesian service. He said it starts at three, from three to six. I wonder if it starts at four. He told me three to six. Well, you know how kids are. Sometimes kids be getting times wrong. I was like, that seems like a long time. I mean, not that I don't mind going to being in church for three hours. But uh, a lot of churches is like an hour and a half service. So even if it goes into two hours, they always, but they usually, I don't know. We'll see. I'm going to stay here to like 315 because it's 245. And I'm not seeing any cars in the parking lot, at least on this side. It's a, it's a pretty big church, a pretty big parking lot. Looks like there's another side where you can park. I'll go over there at three. Anyway, worst case scenario, I'll just uh, miss church this Sunday. I didn't go to my normal church this morning. Got to figure out I was running behind, moving slow. I was like, oh, you know what? I'm just going to go to this other church at three. I've been meaning to go here for a while. I told the kid, that young kid, teenager, I was going to come visit. I should have got his number, but I don't know. Oh, well. Here we go. We're in Job chapter 23. Job chapter 23. Job's eighth speech, a response to Eliphaz. Then Job spoke again. My complaint today is still a bitter one. And I try not to groan aloud. If only I knew where to find God, I would go to his court. I will lay out my case and present my arguments. Then I will listen to his reply and understand what he says to me. Would he use his great power to argue with me? No, he would give me a fair hearing. Honest people can reason with him. So I will be forever acquitted by my judge. I go east, but he is not there. I go west, but I cannot find him. I do not see him in the north, for he is hidden. I look to the south, but he is concealed. But he knows where I am going, and when he tests me, I will come out as pure as gold. I'm going to say it again. When God tests us, we will turn out pure as gold. When we are tested, we 
come out pure as gold. Thank you, Jesus. For I have stayed on God's paths. I have followed his ways and not turned aside. I wish I could say that 100%. Because uh, I can't always say that, that I've always stayed on his path. And followed his ways. Lord, help me to stay on the path you've called me to. And everyone listening, help them to stay on the paths, the path towards you, Lord, the path that you predestined for them. We would not veer to the left or to the right, but we stay on the narrow path of righteousness. Thank to your son, Jesus, that makes us more and more like you every day. Marching on toward heaven. Verse 12, I have not departed from his commands. But I have treasured his words more than daily food. Yes, Lord. Help us to treasure your words, your word, God, the word of God, more than the food we eat, more than that longboards, uh, Cabo wrap I just had, OG style, with boiled eggs in it. That was actually pretty good. I, I thought at first, she's like, are you okay with the boiled egg? And I was like, I don't know. I don't know about all that. But it was actually decent. She said, you know, it's more protein, right? Yeah, more. Yeah, anyway, I was like, yeah, sure, I'll take it. More protein. So, yeah, it was good. Good stuff. The OG styles is bigger. It's a bigger wrap. And it has boiled egg in it. Go to Longboards Wraps. It's a franchise here in the Kansas City area. I highly recommend you check it out. At multiple locations. You can't wrong, go wrong with pretty much any of them. And get the Baja chicken wrap. The grilled chicken wrap. Alright, my bad. I just had a little tangent. Yes, Lord. Help us to treasure your words more than the food we eat. More than cookies and cream, ice cream. More than apple pie. More than <clears throat> LC's barbecue. Anyway, my bad, y'all. Verse 13. But once he has made his decision, who can change his mind? Yeah, you can't change God's mind. His, his mind. I want to, I don't know, because there's examples in the Bible where it seems like the Lord changed his mind, but really he didn't change his mind because he's omniscient. So he knows all his, like there's examples where people intercede, like Abraham will intercede on behalf of the people. Moses will intercede on behalf of the people and they're going to get punished worse like they don't give these really bad punishments, but these great men of God interceding on the people, the Israelites' behalf or other people's behalf or Miriam's behalf when she got stuck with that leprosy. Anyway, go back and read the Old Testament. Look at times where it seemed like God changed his mind, but does he really change his mind? I honestly think he doesn't because he's omniscient. So how can an omniscient being, it's weird even calling God a being, how can an omniscient God change his mind doesn't seem like it's possible that's one of those like really deep philosophical questions that would come up if i was in my philosophy class you could just talk in circles about it can god change his mind and then you look at all these examples of how he might have changed his mind all right verse 13 but once he has made his decision who can change his mind whatever he wants to do he does 
So he will do to me whatever he has planned. He controls my destiny. Yes, Lord, you control our destinies. Lord, I pray. Thank God that's a good destiny. That's an awesome destiny. A destiny better than I can ever imagine. You wrote my story. I couldn't have written it any better. Even all the bad parts. There are no bad parts. They're all part of the grander, amazing story of redemption and restoration and hope. In you, Lord. And you get the glory. Thank you, Lord. Help us to never forget that. We have a divine destiny. Verse 15. No wonder I am so terrified in his presence. When I think of it, terror grips me. Lately, I, I don't know. I just I was just thinking, like, how fast life seems to be moving. And I'm 34. Getting ready to be 35 on February 26th. Feel free to uh, send a send your boy uh, cash at me at uh, cash at me at uh, what is my cash at? That's a good. Hold on a second. I make sure I get this right. I want y'all sending money to my doppelganger out there, Yancey Aaron. Y a n c e y a a r o n. Y a n c e y a a r o n. Or you can send it to Chew the Bible. I don't really use Venmo. I gotta look that up too, but hey, yeah. If you wanna, if you wanna help a brother out, every every birthday donation will be going right to my kids to the uh, United Negroes on Child Support Fund. So I wanna drop that line. Anyway, back to what I was saying. Life has been going by really fast lately. I was just like, man, I'm about to be 35. My brother's about to be 40. My parents are, you know, getting up in age, and you think about, you know, eventually, you know, they're gonna pass away sometime and. And my grandma, like, she's still holding on. She up there in age, in the 80s. So what? Yeah, grandma, is she in her late 80s? Anyway, how old is grandma? Oh, my God. I think she's, let's see here. Grandma was born in, let's see here, an even number. Thelma Hill. I normally knew that. I think she was born in 1930. She is more, she's 80, yeah, she's 84. Is that right? Somewhere around there. Yeah, she's 84. Wow. So grandma's getting up there in age. I'm getting up there in age. Life is going by fast. And I think about this. <laughs> like, one day I'm going to have to have a sit down with God when it's time for me to leave this earth. And I have to give an account for how I live my life, how I spent my time here. Not everybody gets 35, 34, going on 35 years, you know. Not everybody gets 84 years. And sometimes it does kind of scare me to think about, like, giving an account for every penny I've spent when it could have, you know, I spent it on myself to enjoy a delicious longboards wrap. And that money could have gone toward feeding some hungry children over in Africa or something. Or I shouldn't say Africa. That's like the stereotype. India, even right here in Kansas City, St. Louis, some of these rough neighborhoods. And I don't know. Sometimes I think about that. Just like 
all the money I've blown on like dumb stuff. That's the biggest thing I get worried about is having to give, give an account for all the money I've been given, even though I'm not, I, I'm not going to speak that at this point up into my life, the amount of money I've been given isn't like a whole lot, but it's more than like a huge percentage of the world. We can factor in like how rich and wealthy North America is. And there's people around the world that only make pennies a day. Anyway, uh, yeah, I just went on a long roundabout way and saying like how you said God has made me sick at heart. The almighty has terrified me. There's been times in my life where, especially in the last year or so, I've been terrified at the idea of death and not accomplishing all the things that I feel like God has called me to accomplish and living a wasted, like I feel like a wasted life. Anyway. I just got to pray against that and just know that I'm right on the path and plan and go, everything's going according to plan as God has always planned it in Jesus name. All right. Last line. Verse 17. Darkness is all around me. Thick, impenetrable, impenetrable darkness is everywhere. Man, Job was going through it. Dear Lord. I just pray for those that are going through it. They got the Eeyore clouds going over them when they feel like they're surrounded in darkness. They got family members that are dying left and right. Friends dying left and right. Uh, financial issues. You name it. Fill in the blank. It feels heavy darkness. Even today, I was feeling kind of heavy and just dealing with depression. I know it only it's only a matter of time before I begin my own place soon and I'll be able to see my kids regularly. But even then, just the waiting period for a lot of things to happen in my life is kind of like. And just thinking about all the time that's been lost, not being in their lives. I don't know. Kind of makes my heart heavy. But anyway. Once again, my faith and hope is that God is going to restore all the years, all the days, all the months, all the weeks, all the hours, all the minutes, all the seconds that the locusts have eaten and stolen in the harvest. Harvest time is now. It's today. In Jesus' mighty name, I pray. Amen. All right, I'm about to drive around this building to see if there's any Polynesians roaming around here. God bless y'all. Have an amazing day, and hopefully these recordings will be more often again i apologize i've been hanging out with my lady friend my girlfriend the amazing stephanie and uh it's kind of it's been good it's been good i really need to get her on wax get her to record a chew the bible with me so anyway till next time god bless have an amazing sunday deuces oh yeah it's uh what I just need to start dating these again so people can know the date and time. It is, it is, in my finest Siri voice, it is February 20th, 2022. The temperature is 57 degrees. Time is 2.58 in the afternoon. All right, deuces. Romans 3.23 says, For all have sinned or missed the mark or veered off the path and fallen short of the glory of God. 
or God's perfect standard. Romans 6.23 says, For the wages of the cost of that sin is death or eternal separation from God. But the free gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. Romans 5a says, But God demonstrated his love toward us or showed his love toward us in that while we were still yet sinners, Jesus Christ died for us. Romans 10 verse 9 through 10 says that if we will confess with our mouth that Jesus is Lord and believe in our heart that God has raised him from the dead, we will, not might be, not maybe, we will be saved. For with our hearts we believe we are now in right standing with God, and with our mouths we confess that we are now saved. Lastly, Romans 10 verse 13 says that whosoever, anybody, everybody, who calls upon the name of the Lord, they will be saved. So if you never asked Jesus into your heart or you've walked away from him and you would like to rededicate your life to him, you can just simply say, Dear God, I know I'm a sinner. I know my sin deserves to be punished. I believe Jesus Christ is the Son of God who died for me and rose from the grave. I want to turn from my sin and trust Jesus Christ alone as my Savior. Thank you for the forgiveness and everlasting life I can now have through faith in Jesus. In Jesus' mighty precious name I pray. Amen.